Today's album is Finn Lizzy's Jailbreak. Now, this was released in March of 1976. You cannot categorize this band. You would see them on jean jackets alongside Black Sabbath or any other patch of the day. You would see them with the metal bands. But you listen to that album from start to finish, and it's, it's quite a roller coaster ride. It really is. He was he was a craftsman. Vinyl Analysis. I am your host, Arch Madness. Along with me, producer Greg Hansberry. What's up, G Money? Yo, man. And our very, very special guest today, Steve Theato. What's up, Steve? Not much. How you doing, Archie? I'm I'm better now that you and your axe. Now, do you have a name? My... Do you have a name for your guitar? Not this one. Okay. Not this one. This one actually it's got the arrogant bastard sticker on it. So Fair enough. It's, Fair it's enough. It's a beer guitar. Now, Steve Theato is here today. We're breaking down Thin Lizzy's Jailbreak album. Now, this record was released. Uh, in March of 1976, and we'll get into the record. We're going to get into our love of Thin Lizzy uh, in just a few. But right now, I want to, I want to, I want to get to know you, Steve. Okay, <laughs> I want to get to know you. Uh, first started playing guitar when? Oh, I think I was, I was a late bloomer. I think I was 15 when I first started playing guitar. Now is that late? Is that late? You know, a lot of kids play all through school and stuff. I just kind of decided I wanted to play a guitar. When. What? What? Uh... What was it? I mean, was it like chicks? Did you see a video? Did you, I mean, did you like, uh, what, what, what was the deal? What made you pick up the axe? Well, to be honest with you, I wanted to be a drummer. But I got to be better at playing guitar than, than the guitar player, so I stuck with it. All right. So now, high school bands, when did you get a paycheck? When did, when did it really... <laughs> what? <laughs> no shit, I'm waiting for one in radio, yeah. too. <laughs> when, when, when did you, like, when did you start gigging, man? When did it, like, turn into something that you could make some cash on the weekends? Um, 16. By the time I, I was 16, actually, Archie. Actually, I was, I think I was 18 when I started playing the bars around. First around band town. you ever formed. First band you ever formed. First band. First band. Oh, uh, I think it was called Steel. Okay. Now, I should mention uh, Great Lakes Brewing Company, Conway's Irish Ale. I try to uh, compliment or pair up, I should say, uh, the beer that we're going to drink and the album that we're going to listen to. Now, Thin Lizzy, I mean, come on. Guinness was kind of a a low-hanging fruit there. Right. Right? So I wanted to make sure that I tried something a little different and a little more alcoholic content. (laughs) So, yeah, I went with Conway's Irish Ale. And I swear to God, Great Lakes Brewing Company, they could... Fart in bottles and I'll drink it. I, I, I it's one of my a, favorites. One of my favorites. Great Lakes. I didn't like. I'm with you. All time. My favorite is Burning River. I'm just yeah, gonna throw good. that out there. If anybody, I just Greg, got the, it? I just got the Christmas Great. sale on tap the other day. I was up in Cleveland playing, and uh, ooh, that was good. I bet that was. That was tasty. So now I know you, and I and I'm gonna get into this Rat Bastard Syndicate, and right. I know you from American Dog. Right. That's when you and I kind of befriended each other. 
And uh, what it was a great run. Now you guys are still doing some stuff, or how's that working? Like off, like little one-offs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, if something good comes up, then you uh, do it. We'll get together. Yeah, because it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. <laughs> and one of my favorite songs in the last ten or fifteen years, Greg Hansberry, is the song. And he and 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 Steve will tell you, uh, I like to go to American dog shows and yell it. Uh, is the song "Shit Kicker"? <laughs> it is one of my. It's one, that was, yeah. It, now, do you get upset? And I'm going to find out right now. Mm. Do you get upset? I call you. You are really. You're one of my favorite guitar players going right now. Right on. And it's been that way for some while. I when people are like, "How would you describe Steve?" I say, "You are a redneck dime bag." Is, oh, that, is can, that is that is that? Oh, I'm good with that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Cause I, I I just get that vibe. It's uh, there's a lot of groove to what cool. you do. There's a lot of groove to what you do, and there's a lot of groove to what Dime did. And I just I see similarities, man. I just I do. I'm sorry, no, and I and I don't know. If, right on. But that's <laughs> he is my redneck dime bag. You said that last week, and just just in the 15 minutes I've known you, I can totally yeah, see it. Yeah, yeah. And you have brought you, you brought some uh, toys in, so we're gonna yeah. have some fun here later. I want to talk about now uh, Rat Bastard Syndicate. And so when the people are listening to this and, and like, uh, yeah, man, I, I know that name. I know that name. Uh, what's he doing now? Uh, Rat Bastard Syndicate. Uh, now, this is Ignite. This yes. is this is and some great songs on this. Uh, of course, the opener Sledge. Dig that. Heave Ho is awesome. And then Take It or Leave It, the closer. I, I, I like <laughs> that a lot, too. Uh, talk about this. Talk about this oh, record. Well, that's our second EP. Okay. And uh, and we have Keith Pickens, who was the original drummer for American Dog. Badass so, drummer. Which is Badass. How, Google it, kids. That's how YouTube that shit. Whole he, thing is started. he is a badass. He is a badass. Yes, he is. And me and him got together and decided we needed to do, you know, keep making music. So that's how that band got started. Now, and, uh, this, uh, how, how do you, uh, how do you write? How do you write? What's a, what's a, what's it for you, man? I mean, is this something where you just you have a riff and everybody just kind of is it a band thing where you all get together or is there an idea that's fully almost formed? Basically, the, on, in, in this band, it's just me and acoustic guitar and a pot of coffee, and that's how the riffs come out. Okay, so when I pretty got, much get the riffs together and I show them the band, then we then we whip them into a song. Pot of coffee. Did you see that coming, yeah. Hansberry? I did not it, see that coming. It said pot, and I, I was like, yeah. oh, pot of coffee. Yeah, yeah. dude, no wonder. We had a right. speaking uh-huh. of my weekend. All right, so I've got a guitar player in here. Today's album, the, we're gonna, the vinyl analysis that we are taking upon ourselves is Finn Lizzie's Jailbreak. Now, this was released in March of 1976. You had three singles, three singles on this record. Boys Are Back in Town. That was their biggest American hit. Sure. Derp. And then you had Jailbreak and Cowboy Song. All right. right? Those were the three singles. Plenty of stuff to talk about. I want to start now because I have a guitar player in here. This was, and they call it, you'll either hear it, uh, twin guitar sound. Uh, You'll also hear dual lead. Mm. And for the Skinner fans out there, they're going to be like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. This record was very influential for bands of that ilk and, and guitar bands in general but especially the two brand and and why why what's so damn special about this this thin lizzie sound especially on the jailbreak album oh that's that's <laughs> that's a good question yeah uh and that is my favorite lineup of the band too 
All right, so now just, you're not a Gary Moore guy. You, you oh, like, I like it. I, and I like Gary, too. There's been but nothing this but is, stellar guitar players in that band. That's kind of what they kinda do. They, sick. <laughs> they, they shit guitar yes, players. Yes, they do. That's kind of <laughs> what they do. But that, that's, to me, is the classic lineup. Right so you there. got Scott Gorham and uh, Brian Robertson. And these two really, and, and if you talk to them in the interviews that I've seen, uh, and I would love to get Scott Gorham. I would love, 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 love to talk oh, to him. That'd be awesome. Um, they are, and I guess that's just the perfectionist in them, not as happy with the sound of this record. They said that they were kind of pigeon-held and weren't really allowed to express themselves, and I don't know if that comes from Phil or the producer. Mm-hmm. It sounded more like it was the producer, yeah. but how do you complain about the guitar sound right. on Jailbreak? Oh, it's awesome. I mean, I can I can see their beef. I mean, overall, the sound's a little flat. You know, but it was 76. <laughs> it was 1976, man. 1976. And those are the songs. Those were the hits. All right? And 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 I've brought this up on this program before. The opening song to a record. The opening song. And I know people that have listened to me for all these years are like, all right, here it goes again. The opening song. We <laughs> fucking get it, Archie. <laughs> the opening song to a concert. That's why I always loved when you guys opened up with Shit Kicker. Right. The opening song to the album. It totally influences how this ride is going to go. You will not find a better opening song than Jailbreak. No, you won't. Dear God, baby Jesus, could you find a thicker riff that absolutely kicks you in the nuts more? Yeah, I agree 100%. Now, now, to close it. Now, yeah, it's great to start an album off with a song like Jailbreak. But something that I think gets forgotten, the closer on this one. Last track on side two, Emerald. Okay, this is, and and trust me, Iron Maiden fans, those first couple Iron Maiden records, if you listen <laughs> to Emerald, you're like, ding, 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 I see where they got that freaking idea. Yes. I mean, oh my God, this influenced so many two guitar bands that we kind of grew up with as far as uh, the new wave of uh, you know heavy metal, all the stuff that was coming out of England and all that good stuff, the Maidens, the Priests, and that. Oh, yeah. Thin Lizzy, so important to that. Yeah, I even I even named a band Emerald after that song. After that song, <laughs> yeah. after awesome. that song, that's awesome. Yeah, I was in a band and we did a lot of Thin Lizzy. <laughs> well, okay, you know, it's about time for another beer. Who's here, yours here. too? Is anybody oh, up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is anybody up? All right, here you go, Steve. There's yours. All right, right on, brother. How you doing, producer Greg? You need oh, yeah. one? You need one? Yeah. All right, fair enough. And uh, Greg brought up a great point. While we were kind of, you were messing around with your your guitar there and stuff at the beginning, it's like, we might have the first ever vinyl analysis beer run. Yes. But we're not. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. This has got a little, this is uh, is close to 7%, boys. All right, there you go. To vinyl analysis, guys. Right on. So, right on. There you go. Mm. Thin Lizzy, Steve Theato, is almost, you cannot categorize this band. They would, you would see them, Hansberry, you would see them on jean jackets alongside Black Sabbath or any other patch of the day. You would see them with the metal bands. But you cannot categorize Thin Lizzy. There's a pop element to what Phil Lynott did. Well, he was a great songwriter. But you listen to that album from start to finish, and it's quite a roller coaster ride. It really is. Jailbreak is your first track. It goes into uh, Angel from the Coast, which is a great song, and that really shows off the uh, the dual lead or the twin guitar yeah. that we're talking about. But there's two songs in a row on that first side. You've got Running Back 
and Romeo and the Lonely Girl. Romeo and the Lonely Girl, my, it's, I'm going to tell you right now, that's probably my favorite one, and I don't even right care. On. Okay? <laughs> Running Back is a song that Phil Lynott even said himself he was envisioning a Van Morrison song when he wrote that. <laughs> that's the awesome. kind of just influence and talent that this band had. Well, I was going to say, I think it's uh, Romeo almost sounds like Elvis Costello. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. like, it's all over the place. Yeah. You can't pigeonhole He was them. all Alonio. Yeah. <laughs> I, you wouldn't think that would work. He was he was a craftsman. Yes. Uh, the way Phil did business. He, it, it, you know what, and we've... We've talked about drug issues and stuff. There are first couple shows. Uh, you know, Phil, obviously, he lost his battle with, with alcohol and drugs and everything else. Uh, in fact, on this, this tour was cut short because he contracted hepatitis. So they had to actually cut this, and I don't want to, you know, I don't really want to think about what that would cause that. <laughs> but, but hey, you know what I mean? When you're a thin Lizzy, hey, things happen. But you cannot categorize this band. It is such a, and you 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 said it perfectly. It's such a roller coaster. It's something for hard rock fans to hang yeah. their hat on. Oh yeah. But also, folks with just pop sensitivity, and 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 they were able to do that. Yeah, because they could definitely rock with the best of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I, you could take five of those songs and be one of the heaviest records you ever heard. This song, or excuse me, this album as well. And something that I learned, and this is actually the copy that I have. Um, I'm kind of bummed because Jailbreak skips at the beginning. I have a, another copy, which is is totally mint, and I, and I play it. But I brought this copy in because this is one of the original pressings. And reason I know that, it has the story. There's a story on the back uh, of this uh, record. Tight. Now, they redid it. Like in the early 2000s, I want to say, and they put that on the inside. And if you got the CD, it was on the inside of that. But would you guys mind if uh, if I read a uh, portion of this? Go in a, for it. In an Irish accent, please. No, I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could do that. So check this out. This is just a little excerpt, if you will, from the story of Jailbreak. The night of the jailbreak, all hell broke loose. A red alert was issued by the overmaster himself. Robot trackers, military police, dogs, and all available vehicles were on the hunt. All were caught except four. You're talking about Thin Lizzy, Greg. Okay. It was just those four. They, they were able to make it. Who made it to the rampant buildings on the south side of the city? It was in these buildings that they broadcast and recorded selected material, some of which still survives today. And through these recordings, they built up a following who eventually took to the streets in what was to become the final war. That's the kind of shit you had on the back of records, Hansberry. Is that amazing, Steve Theano? Yep. Anyway, I just uh, thought I would read that. And hey, when you're young and you're reading That's shit awesome. like that, it's huge. It's huge. Is it not? Oh, yeah. All right. So now, you have brought your guitar. Yeah. Let's drink beer right. and play guitar. Is that uh, <laughs> does that sound like a plan to you? Sounds good. Hansberry? All right, fair enough. Let's. Uh, what do you got for us, Steve? Let's I rock this. I don't know. What do you What do you What do you got for us? Just give us a, some riffs. So what What's like the last riff that has popped into your head, Steve? Like, what's the last thing you're like, Hey, man, that Ooh. might be something I want to throw on a rap bastard or. Well, you know what? I couldn't tell you because I have to put everything on tape, <gasps> or I will forget it. Oh my god! An hour later. Okay, fair enough. And I have... Did we party together have, this weekend? I have <laughs> drawers of tapes of just riffs. Right, oh, right on. Well, don't lose them, Kirk oh, Hammett. Did you hear about that? Anyway.
Let's do it. Rock out. be the guy just yells shit out. G- give Hansberry a little bit of shit kicker. Give Hansberry oh, a little bit of shit kicker. Playing guitars and drinking beer is fun. It is the best <sighs> thing ever. I love it. <laughs> uh, jailbreak? You got jailbreak in you? you got a little I jailbreak? remember the beginning. All right, do like, the beginning. That's all. I thought you were going to start singing. Oh, tonight is going to be a jailbreak. Oh, seriously, one of the uh, iconic riffs in hard rock. And uh, I just, uh, man, oh, man, that, that, how did that touch you, man? How did that influence you? Oh, big time. It's Well, just the whole twin guitar thing, was. I just loved that. I always wanted to be in a band that did a lot of that. And just never really... Got the chance to do it too much. Right, right. Well, I mean, uh, American Dog, three piece. Right. Now, rap. Now that you did add a guitarist later on, a little bit, right? Yeah, at the very end. And as a matter of fact, he just joined Rap Bastard Syndicate. I was going to say, Vin- and Vinny Salvatore. I, he's so, a good dude, man. Yes, he is. He's a really good dude. So we're getting a little more in. Well, if you listen to that record, there's twin guitars. There's guitar all over. I mean, I can't help myself in the studio. Right. It got so bad that the three three of us were like, okay, we need to add another guitar player because. It sounds nothing like the records. Wow, really? That's it's it's that uh, you know, and I and I wondered as far as uh, going back to to like Thin Lizzy and how they were laying stuff down. I, I gotta believe that when you have something like this, especially in this moment, this is 1976. There's got to be a point in that studio where you're like, all right. Got a little too many cooks in the kitchen here. It just seems like it could be a big old whack-off section. You know what I mean? Where it's like everybody's like noodling around and doing their thing. Yeah. It's got to be a controlled chaos when oh, it yes. comes yeah. to having two guitars in the studio, man. Yeah, it's it adds a whole other dynamic to try and get something done. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It'd be like having two producers, which I would never hey, think come of. come on doing, now. Which hey. I would never... What are you Ever. saying? Well, no. This, sometimes they have engineers and shit like that. You know what I mean? Which, honestly, come on, Greg. I couldn't. Greg, you've taken the show to new heights. And by the way, by the way, uh, if you are listening to this show right now, either via a, a website or iTunes or something, comment on it. Right? Is that what I'm supposed to say, Greg? Yeah. You know, if if wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's on iTunes okay. or TuneIn or whatever, there's generally a, a review section. So first we ask you to subscribe and then you review us because, first of all, we want to hear your feedback. Right. You know, if you have a request or something like that. But also, when when we get reviews, it kind of boosts us up in, like, the chain of command for, like, uh, people to stumble on us. Listen to that, Steve. We so, you. you know, huh? you're helping other huh? people find us right, right. when you review. So. Right. we appreciate it if you do that. There you go. Cool. And that's, So that's Great. how we're going to survive in this whole podcasting. What do you got? Do it. Let's do it. Actually, I don't remember the whole song. But that's oh, another right, band that I used shit. to play a whole lot. I don't of. give a shit. Just give me some UFO, man. Uh, now, where do you, where do you rank Shanker as far as uh, you know? In in uh, I'm talking about Michael, not Ruby. Oh yeah. Oh, where do you Shanker. rank him? He, as, 
no one sounds like Michael Shanker. He seems to be a bit of a whack job from everything a I've little, heard about. A little bit. Richie Blackmore thinks he's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's telling you something right so, there. D- dude, and the thing about, I see where uh, Michael Shanker, and this was an article that I just read today, he's calling out his brother, Rudy, and the Scorpion, saying that he basically just rips other people off. Ah, jeez. Now, what the hell is that about? My God! But, but, but Michael Schenker is—he yes, is a badass. He is one time. of the best. No one, his, his tone, his everything about his playing—it was great. I saw a TV show, him and that Kurt Hammett from Metallica. Right. They started. They were trading licks on this TV show, and I'm, I thought, oh, I can't wait to see this. And I mean, Michael could just play one note and right. blow away anything Kurt even well, yeah, tried. I would, I would hope. I would hope. <laughs> but I, I mean, it so. was—it was just insane. I was like, I, I can't even believe he even did it. Do you, um, would you be opposed to like ranking your top three, three to five guitarists right yeah, now? Who's yeah. number one for you? Well, there's like two categories. Oh, shit. Right. Steve, come on. Well, two categories. What is but, this? I mean, the my NCAA? top five. Just give me a number one. Well, it's, I'm sorry. Okay. okay, two categories. I got four I guys. Right. I got four guys. All right, let's hear it. Okay, and the, the two of them are classic rockers. That's David Gilmour mm. and Billy Gibbons. Mm. Uh-huh. Nothing wrong with that shit right there. And then when it comes to complete insanity, it right. would have to be Steve Vai and Steve Morse. Wow, uh. Steve Morse. That's an interesting choice. Who is now? Who I think, hands down, we Don't probably you dare. bury it about anybody. Okay, because I knew where you were going with that, and I would be curious to see, because I know he is in Deep Purple. Oh, I wouldn't say nothing about Richie. Okay, fair enough. I would never All right, say anything enough. about you know, I don't, Richie. You know, I don't want to, you know. He's the greatest mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, my sure opinion. he is. Yeah. See? Now, you are, you're a Tommy Boland guy, too, <laughs> right? Yes. Oh, there we so, go. Best thing I mean, ever happened to Deep Purple. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Shut the front door, Theo. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. Uh, this is your list. This has nothing to do with my fucking list. Now, what, so no, what, what are you talking so, about? So, so okay. those are, my, those are okay. my, my, probably my four favorite guitar players. How are you going to categorize them? And I was being a dick there, but how, how would Just you categorize Just because more of a classic, you know, bluesier right style versus okay, the, the over-the-top playing. You know, and then if you're number five is like flavor of the week. I got so many guitar players that I love. Fair enough. So, you know, it could be from Al Demiola to Tommy Boland to... Yeah, I could list you fifty All guitar right. players. Let Warren me Haynes. give you let me give you three names that I like because I'm curious because I, I mean you're like one of my favorites and I would exp- I would I would like to know what you think of the guys that I that I like. <laughs> okay. All right. First off, Richie Blackmore. I think he's the greatest <laughs> ever. What do you think of that? Yeah. Well, I I like. Why, deep, why don't you like? I Richie? like Deep Purple. Okay, why? What's up with Rich? Look, that's a polite way it. of saying he disagrees. I, I know, I know, he does. I know. So me and Steve have had this discussion before. This isn't the first time Steve and I have had this discussion. I, no, I'll give. Why? why? Just he's because got his, he pisses everybody off. I get it, and he said some. But he said some really crass stuff over the years. And I get it. I get and it. And worse than that, he really disappointed me live. He was a dick live. I mean, everything about him just rubs me the wrong way. But I love his playing. But because I mean, he was the first one to. At least that I know of to do that whole like neoclassical metal thing. He was yeah. finger tapping before my, before Eddie. I mean, I mean, he really was. He was playing. He was. He had both hands up at the top there before. Yeah. Before Edward did. Yeah, and, and you know the whole Ingve style stuff. You know. Okay. He, if it wasn't for Richie, I don't think Fair we'd enough. have Ingve. So. Um. We'll we'll save Ingve for another discussion. Yeah. What about Eddie? What about Edward? What What do you think? What do you think of Ed? He he that that fifth guy. Is my top five. Okay. Revolving. He's one of my all-time favorites. Me too, man. And, and, Me and too. What I love about Eddie Van Halen is no one can play with as much humor. I get, 
He's fun. He's happy. He's up there and he goes for it. What happened? Everything about mm-hmm. I don't know. But. What happened, man? <laughs> uh, noodle a little more. Noodle, noodle. Give me a little more. 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 I chug this beer. Steve Theato, <laughs> Steve Theato. If someone wants to hear Rat Bastard Syndicate, how how do they do that? Ah, uh, well, the new record is going will be on CD Baby. It's not yet. Okay, but you can always you know obviously come to any Rat Bastard show. You can pick it up, and it's on our website, which is ratbastardsyndicate.com. Fair enough, because we got people listening to us in like Switzerland and shit, right? So nice. I'm just I'm just it's Greg. Greg showed me a map, mm-hmm. and it's like there was a lot of. A lot, a lot of, of coverage, yeah. A lot of coverage for so, final analysis all over cool. uh, the, the world. So the, I want to make Baltic sure. The countries. Yeah. Now, when you were an American dog, you guys would like go over to France and stuff and just, yeah. these people were going nuts for, I mean, like, it's, what's it like to go over there as an American band and just have it, them it, love you? It was, it was really fun. The first time we went over there, it was a really bare bones tour. And the funny thing about the crowds is everything the first time we were there was all politics. Everybody wanted to know where your head was at. Right. And we're like, okay. Uh, and this is my favorite quote from Michael Hand. First oh, thing he said, Oh, dear he goes, God. Do you trust your politician? They go, uh, No. He goes, Neither do we. <laughs> boom. And boom. And that was it. After that first tour, no one cared. Every time they see us, they give us a beer and we'd rock it. It was out. about rock and roll. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what it should be about, man. That's what exactly. it should be about. And 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 the fans over there are great. I mean, it was it was just nice to go play every night of the week. You know, we play, you know, twenty eight shows in thirty days. They drank a lot of beer in American sure. Dog, Hansberry. I don't know if you knew that or not. They're big beer drinkers. Yes. A lot of their music is about like uh banging and uh drinking. Rock and, and roll. like drinking while you're banging. Shit like that. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I'll have to try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's good. Steve Theato, I'm going to do this. I make everybody do it. Uh, if you want me to go first, I will. Emerald is my favorite song on this record. But my pick, my pick is going to be Romeo and the Lonely Girl. And uh, I found out doing some uh, research that that was actually, they, they were thinking about that as a single. Oh, but yeah. not enough people who were voting in the, in the group, either in the band or the label or whatever. Right. It, it just didn't make the cut. Is is there is there one? What's what's your? Well, Emer- Emerald is my favorite. Song. Emerald is your favorite. Yeah, by far. You had a freaking band uh, called Emerald because of the song. So why would I even ask you? That's sorry, Greg. We can edit that out. I don't. I, I, <laughs> I like Warriors quite a bit. Do you like Warriors? Yeah. That's kind of a wow. That's a curveball I, I, I like, choice. I like the groove of that one. It's no, just, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. There you go. Boom. Warriors. You said yeah, it. Yeah. I like. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Steve, thank you so much. Thank you for uh, being my redneck dime bag. Mm. If if we can, even after this podcast is over, let's continue to drink beer and continue to uh, listen to you play the guitar. I think is I that at all possible? Idea. I think uh, the sure. the podcast after us is canceled out, so we can just kind of uh, we'll just use this and 
So, do the, it. so the beer run may come anyway. The beer run's going to come, <laughs> and there's a strip club not too far away, Steve. I'm not, even gonna, I'm not even gonna play anymore. Steve Theato, thank you so much, my man. Oh, thank you, Arch. Let's do awesome. it again. Let's do it I'd again. I'd love to. Let's do it again for producer Greg Hansberry. I'm Arch Madness, and this has been Vinyl Analysis. <laughs> Ah, that was fun. Cool, man. That was that like seemed like it last five minutes.